This reading is Genesis chapter 28, verses 10 to 17, and can be found on page 30 in the Red Bibles. We have Bibles in other languages and versions available at the back, and page numbers for those are on the screen. Jacob left to Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he, was a st- he saw a stairway resting on the earth, with its top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land of which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate, this is the gate of heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Great. My name is uh, Richard, if we haven't met. Uh, as I'm getting settled up here, why not turn to the person next to you and tell them what was your favourite bit from that bit of the Bible we just had read. You could say what was your favourite picture. I'm sorry, I messed some of those up. That was me, not Jez. Uh, but why not say what was your favourite bit, your favourite picture, and I'll be back in a minute. Would you like a microphone? Okay, let's stop talking there. Let's stop talking there. Uh, Fantastic. I'd love to hear your answers later, but for now, uh, we're going to think together about what God is saying to Jacob and to us in that bit of the Bible. Let me ask you a question. Are there times where you feel a long way from home? When do you feel a long way from home? Maybe you're quite little, and you've got a favourite toy. Or this is uh, my daughter Abby. This is her snuggly muslin. And she loves to have it with her and to cuddle it. Maybe you have a favourite toy, a soft toy that you love to have with you and it makes you feel safe and at home. And maybe sometimes when you don't have it with you and something sad happens or something scary or you hurt yourself and you don't have your cuddly toy, maybe you feel a long way from home. Or maybe if you're a bit older, then it's going on a school trip. And you've gone away on a school trip, or a, you went on a summer camp, maybe during the summer, and your, your parents aren't there, and you feel like you're a long way from home. Maybe you're a bit older, and you've just come to Manchester recently, and even though you're in a room full of people, no one here really knows me. All of my friends, all of my family are somewhere else, and no one knows me, and I feel a long way from home. Or maybe you're, you're in your house, you're in your home, but there's been a bereavement. Or maybe there's conflict and tension and it's hard. You're with your family, but it doesn't feel like 
home. It doesn't feel like it should. I wonder for you, are there times when you feel a long way from home? Jacob felt a long way from home. In in the bit of the Bible we just had read, Jacob felt a long way from home. God had made some amazing promises to him and to his granddad and to his dad and then to him. Here they are. I've got them over here. I've got them in a treasure chest. Because I think Jacob would have thought these promises were like treasure. They were amazing. They were precious. And they were for him. Do you remember what the promises were? God promised that he would have a people. A huge family that would be more than the stars in the heaven that would fill the whole earth. That was one of the promises that God made to Jacob. That was part of the treasure. And there was the promise of a land. A place that Jacob could call home and his family could call home. A place where they'd be safe. A place where they'd belong. A place that no one could take from them. And then there was the promise of blessing. God said, I will be with you and I will bless you. I'll make it so that good things come to you and your family in the land forever. Those were the promises that God had made to Jacob. I'm going to leave them in the treasure chest because he thought they were precious. But as we saw in the reading, Jacob had to go away from home. He had to go away from the place where God had made those promises. He had to go away from his family. He had to go away from the land. He had to go away from the blessing. Because he'd tricked and lied and his family were angry with him. And now he was a long way from home. And he was a long way from those promises and a long way from those blessings. Let me read you what it says in Genesis. It says, Jacob left Beersheba, that's home, and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. Jacob felt a long way from home. He was in the middle of nowhere. It's just called a place. That's not very impressive to just be called a place. He was in the middle of nowhere. He was a long way from home and the sun had set. It was dark and he didn't have a pillow. He just had a stone to put his head on. Jacob felt a long way from home and a long way from the promises and a long way from the blessings. But then God did something astonishing. Let me read what it says next. Jacob had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Jacob saw a staircase and the angels were going up and they were going down. You see, what Jacob saw... I know, look at that. What Jacob saw is the place where God would meet with him. The angels going up, the angels going down. That means here's a place where earth can talk to heaven and where heaven can meet with earth. This is where, in the middle of nowhere, when it's dark, a long way from home, this is where God had chosen to meet Jacob. And that's good for Jacob, but it's good for us as well. You see, a long time later in the Bible, here's what Jesus says. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. You will see heaven open. You will see angels of God going up and coming down on the Son of Man. The Son of Man, that means Jesus. Jesus says he's the place where the angels really go up and down. He's the place where earth can talk to heaven. He's the place where heaven chooses to come and meet earth. And so if you're a Christian, if you're trusting Jesus and following Jesus, then the promises God makes to Jacob, God makes to all of us. Because if Jesus is with you, then God is with you. Jesus is the place where God meets you. 
and makes promises to you. The promises that God makes to Jacob, he makes to you if you're trusting Jesus. So let's see what it is uh, that God says to Jacob. He says, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I want you to listen up to the next bit. I want you to listen. And if you can hear one of the promises that God made to uh, Jacob's granddad, Abraham, and to his dad, Isaac. If you can hear one of those promises being said again to Jacob, stick up a hand, okay? And we'll see if we can find them. Have a listen. God says, I will give you and your descendants the land on which you're lying. The first hand I think I saw. What did you hear? The land. Excellent. I will give you the land. Here's one of the promises from the treasure chest. Here it is, the land. And God gave that promise to Jacob. Again. We keep going. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. You'll spread to the west and the east, the north and the south. What did you hear? The descendants, the people. Excellent. That promise again God makes to Jacob. We keep going. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. All the hands are at the front. That's very exciting. Go on then. Blessing. That promise again. All of the three promises in the treasure chest, God made to Jacob again. Jacob was a long way from home. It was dark. He was a long way from where he was when God had made the promises. And it was all his fault. But God comes to him and he makes exactly the same promises again. All of the promises in the treasure chest, God comes to him and makes those again. And so children, grown-ups, if it's all your fault, if life is a mess and people are angry with you and you feel a long way from home, and if it's your fault... You need to know that God makes the same promises today as he did last week. He makes the same promises to you today as he did last year. He makes the same promises to you today as he made hundreds of years ago in the Bible. These promises are still true for you, even if everything's a mess and it's your fault. Because that's what was true for Jacob. Everything was a mess and it was his fault. And God made the same promises to him again. But it doesn't stop there. Here we go. God promised land and descendants and blessing, the same promises again. And then even though that was everything that was in the treasure chest, even though the treasure chest is empty, you'd think God kept making more promises. God loves to make promises. Listen up. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. That's a new promise. God says to Jacob on the run, I am with you. And I'll be with you wherever you go. In other words, God promises to be like a bodyguard. I don't know if you know about bodyguards. I've got one here to help you understand what a bodyguard is. This is Agent Purvis. And a bodyguard's job is to be with you and to keep you safe. So if I wander over here, Agent Purvis will come with me. A bodyguard will always be with you. That's their job, to be with you and to keep you safe. And children, let me tell you, if you've got Agent Purvis with you, you are safe. So if someone, when I've got Agent Purvis with me, if someone tries to hurt me, they'll keep me safe. However many times someone comes and tries to hurt me, Agent Purvis will always keep me safe. Because that's what a bodyguard does. A bodyguard is with you and they keep you safe. And that's what God said to Jacob. I will be with you and I'll watch over you. I will keep you safe. I'll be a bodyguard to you is what God promises to Jacob. And so for Jacob, even though Esau is still trying to kill him, 
God will keep him safe. Even though for Jacob, there's Laban is there, and Laban is going to try and trick Jacob and steal from him and be very sneaky, God will keep Jacob safe. God's promise is, I am with you and I'll watch over you and I will keep you safe. And that promise is still today for everyone who's trusting Jesus. God says, I am with you and I will keep you safe. And so whatever life feels like and whatever's scary and however dark it is and however far from home we feel, God says, I will keep you safe. But not only that, it keeps going. God loves to make promises. Listen to this. He says, I will bring you back to this land. That's the promise that God makes to Jacob. I will bring you back to this land. Do you remember Jacob's a long way from the treasure chest? He's a long way from where the blessings are. But God says, I will bring you back. You see, Jacob, he, he wasn't very good at going home. Even when it was time to come home, Jacob only got about halfway, and then Jacob stopped. And Jacob said, actually, I don't know if God's promises are true. Maybe I'll just stay over here. But you see, a bodyguard's job isn't just to keep you safe, it's to make sure that you get home. Agent Purvis, he will always make sure that I get home and that I get to where it's safe. Even if <laughs> he has to do all the work because I'm not doing it. Well done, Agent Purvis. Take a moment. You see, God says to Jacob, I will bring you back. Even if Jacob messes it all up, God will pick him up if he has to and carry him and bring him back home and back to the treasure and back to the promises. God says, I'm with you. I'll keep you safe. I'll bring you home. And so again, children, grown-ups, if you don't know how you can keep going, and if you think it's been dark for a very long time, and I don't know if God's promises can be true even for me, even in this, God says, I'll bring you home. And one day he'll bring us to him, to heaven, where we'll see him and we'll be with him and all of the promises will be true forever and they'll never stop for a second. God says, I'm with you. I'll keep you safe. I'll bring you home. You've done great listening. I want to tell you one story before I finish. Uh, the story of someone who understood that God was with her and would keep her safe. Actually, it's the story of a mouse. Uh, a mouse called Zoe. Let me show you up on the screen. Um, uh, this is a book we like reading in our family. It's called Zoe's Hiding Place. I don't know if you know uh, this series of books. Uh, parents or anyone who buys gifts for children, this is a great little series of books. It's um, biblical counselling for children. It's uh, helping us see how the Bible and the promises of the Bible connect with our doubts and our anxieties and our anger and our failures and all kinds of things and our fears for Zoe, because Zoe was a mouse who was afraid. I won't tell you the whole story, but Zoe uh, was going on a school trip to the art museum, and she was scared, because the last time she went to the art museum, she didn't do very good listening to her teacher, and so she went the wrong way, and she got lost. And she was all by herself in the art museum, and there were some scary paintings, and she was scared, and she felt all alone and a long way from home, and it was her fault, because she hadn't listened. Anyway, a few weeks later, they're going back to the art museum, and Zoe's scared. What if I get lost again? And so she talks with her mum. And her mum, 
prays with her. Her mum tells her it'd be a good idea to try and listen. And her mum tells her what the Bible says. I've got the wrong page. Uh, She reads this verse from the Bible with Zoe. She reads, the Lord is near, do not be anxious. And she says, do you know, Zoe, when I was a little girl, my daddy used to read that verse from the Bible to me. The Lord is near, do not be anxious. And Zoe, it was true for me when I was a little girl, and it's true for you. It's true for grown-ups as well, if you're called Zoe or not. The Lord is near, don't be anxious. And what Zoe's mummy does is writes that verse down on a piece of paper and puts it in Zoe's pocket. So when Zoe goes on the school trip, she's got that in her pocket. Let me just read you one page of this story. Because Zoe gets lost. Again, in the art museum. Suddenly, I I know you can't see the pictures very well. I'll turn it around so you can see them a bit. Suddenly, Zoe looked around. No one's here. The class is gone. I'm all alone. What should I do? Then Zoe remembered. She reached into her pocket and pulled out the note. And she read, the Lord is near. Zoe prayed right there and then. I'm sorry for not paying attention. I'm listening, Lord. Thank you for being near. Please help me know what to do. And if you want to know the end of the story, you'll have to uh, borrow the book from us, because I'm not going to tell you now. But you see what Zoe did? She, she remembered the promise that the Lord is with her. And so she could pray and she could trust him. And so here's my last question for you, not one to give an answer to, but one to think about. Is there something you could do to help you remember the Lord's promises when you feel alone, when you feel far from home, when you feel afraid? Let me read you again what God says. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. That's verse 15, if you want to look at it later. I'm with you, I'll watch over you, I'll bring you back. Maybe over lunch or over breakfast with your family, you could help each other learn that verse. You could say it a few times, you could quiz each other, you could fill in the gaps. Maybe you could make up some actions to help you remember that verse. So when you're by yourself, feel far from home, when you're afraid, maybe you could remember it. Maybe you want to write it down or get a grown-up to write it down on a piece of paper. So you can take it in your pocket and you can pull it out and say, God is with me. Maybe if you're a bit older and you have a phone, you want to set a reminder on your phone at a time that you know will be scary, at a time you know you're not looking forward to, that reminder can come up on your phone and say, I am with you, I'll watch over you, I'll bring you home. Because the promises were still true for Jacob when he was a long way from home, in the dark, and it was his fault. And God's promises are still true for us today. However much you feel on your own, however far from home you feel, however dark it is, however much it's your fault, the promises are still true. I am with you, says the Lord. I will watch over you. I will bring you home. You have done fantastic listening. I'm going to pray. And then I've forgotten what's next, but I'm sure Pete will know and he'll make sure it happens. Let's pray together. God, our Father, we praise you that your promises are always true. We praise you that you love us, you're with us, you watch over us, you bring us home. Please would you help us, and especially those of us who are feeling scared at the moment, please would you help us to know that you're with us and to trust you. Amen.